Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, Bill here, Lloyd there. Lloyd, it is the 26th episode of On Deck, I think. And uh, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good, dude. Um, My replacement to my replacement said my dead PC <laughs> came in and it's working. It, it like it. Knock on wood, it's working. I'm not going to jinx it, uh, but I'm a happy guy right now because uh, I, I have a PC that is functioning uh, that I can install games on and capture games, but also use it as a way to get more content to my Steam Deck. So it's it's win 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 for me. Here. Oh, you mean through uh, like uh, playing it on your PC but streaming it to your uh, Steam Deck? That's right. Using Moonlight and getting all that stuff going. Uh, got it tested last night and it's working. Ah, beautifully uh love it love it love it i find finally having a pc that works when you paid for a pc it's a good thing imagine that it's imagine been that. how long has it been like i think you ordered this thing how long ago uh i think it's been seven weeks from when i first placed my order to today it would have been like friday would have been seven weeks uh and i finally have a working one so sure i'm going to complain about seven weeks of my life wasted doing tech support but I have a working PC, so I don't even care. All that stuff, it's in the past. Who cares? There you go. So <laughs> lesson learned. Uh, well, I don't know what the lesson is, but uh, congratulations to Lloyd. On, uh, patience. There we go. Uh, patience, you must learn as, uh, you know, we just all got done watching Kenobi. So a uh, little Star Wars quote there for you. All right. If you guys did not know, speaking of PCs, this is On Deck, our PC gaming, Steam Deck-focused podcast. Uh, Lloyd and I sit down every week and we talk about all of the PC gaming and Steam Deck news. And a big thank you to everybody who watches this uh, show either on YouTube or listens to it someplace. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast somewhere and you want to help us out, share it with a friend. Give us a rating, like go on the iTunes, iTunes, they don't call it iTunes anymore, Apple podcast thing and do five stars or something. And if you're watching this on YouTube and you're one of the first people here, then uh, thank you very much for being here and pay attention throughout the show. There'll probably be a code or two that'll show up and you can, if you're the first person to grab that code, then you get a free game. All right, Lloyd, let's start off with comments from our previous episode. Uh, This comment came in from Sean ds89 and here's what they had to say they said when i connect my steam deck to some tvs i don't get a signal when i use an emulator some tvs have worked some haven't i'm thinking that maybe it's because i'm using a third-party USB-C hub and maybe when the official dock comes out this issue will go away has anybody else experienced issues like this if so have you found a way to fix it so first off sean thank you very much for watching the show or or however it is that you well uh, it was a youtube comment so obviously watching the show uh thank you for watching the show uh and lloyd have you done any emulators when you are docked to a screen I'm trying to think if I've played an emulator when it's hooked up to a screen. I I know emulators um, have been the most finicky of things that I run. Like if I have custom settings, um, like changing my display rate from 60 frames per second to 40 frames per second, say, um, a lot of emulators will bug out. Their audio will start going like it's it's struggling to figure out when it has to pause and do things like that. I've I've noticed that Can a somebody lot. Somebody please clip that for us. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there's going to be a remix uh soon in on Discord, I'm sure. Um but it it like really affects the audio and of course the video as well, but it's the audio is where I really notice. So when I play an emulator, I generally have to run it at 60 frames a second. Um what I'm assuming is happening, obviously don't know for sure cuz I haven't tried it, is that the emulator is trying to um output a non-standard resolution just to be more pixel accurate to that console so it might be like i don't know 570 by 480 say just some random number um maybe your third-party um 
a USB-C to HDMI adapter doesn't know what to do with that resolution. It's like, this isn't 720p, so it just doesn't work. Um, I have another little device here, this little Genki um, uh, video adapter that I backed on Kickstarter. And I know that this doesn't work with my um, Steam Deck at all. Uh, it doesn't matter what I hook it up to. This will not take a video from the Steam Deck. It's expecting a, a standard resolution. Um, and it's not getting it from the Steam Deck for whatever reason. So it could be an issue just similar to what I had with this um, this cheap little like thirty dollar uh, video adapter thing. Um, that would be my my assumption. Um, one way to test that would be to go into your emulator and see if you can force it to use seven twenty p. And if it outputs okay, then that's definitely what the issue is. It's that that HDMI. A USB-C to HDMI adapter doesn't know what to do with strange resolutions. Yeah, I think that uh, you might also want to look into the idea of which emulator are you using. Like that's information that we would definitely like that somebody who would tech support this would absolutely need in order to help you with this problem. Um, I've been using I never remember the name of this one uh, retro. Oh my goodness! I've been using come on uh, library. I was uh, RetroArch or oh, yeah. Arc, however it is you want to say it. That's the one that I've been using. Uh, I did hook mine up after I read this comment. I hooked mine up to uh, my TV and tried it out, and I didn't run into any issues. So uh, it could be the emulator that you're using. It could be, like Lloyd said, the um, the the non, USB non hub. video resolution. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, it could be the hub, and it could be the non-standard video resolution. Uh, but if anybody who's uh, watching this on the YouTube channel wants to leave a comment to help out, um, what was his name, Sean, uh, then please do, and, and uh, in the comments down below, help him out. See if we can figure out this problem for him, if you have a solution. Uh, all right. So big thank you to Sean for sending in that comment. Let's move on to what's on deck. This is where Lloyd and I talk about the games that we've been playing this week, either on our Steam Decks or on our PCs. I've been stay- – I, I, I never boot my don't, – don't tell anybody – I never boot my computer anymore. I always just play it on my deck. <laughs> uh, it's just because I turn it on, I hear the fan go, and I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I got to wait for Windows to boot. And then I have to, uh, I I walk over and I have to like touch my keyboard and put in my little pin in order to get into oh, Windows. And then so like, crazy. it's such a pain. And I know, third world problems. First world. Or, we, yeah, we, first just, world we had this conversation before recording bill you 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 shamed me with first world problems but now that is the, <laughs> the most first worldly of first world problems i have to get up and touch a keyboard because what i, I was like four oh, numbers yeah i just put i you know i had a controller and i was like oh, i'll just hook this up and make 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 a jump into steam big picture mode and turn my pc into a console it's not quite there yet maybe Maybe if I install Linux, but I probably won't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Lloyd, let's start with one of the games that you've been playing this week on your Steam Deck. Yeah, I've uh, probably spent the most time on my Steam Deck with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I am absolutely in love with this game. Um, I Final Fantasy VII was kind of my eye-opening experience for JRPGs. I had played a lot of them in the past, um, but I was never as obsessed with a game as I was with Final Fantasy VII when it originally came out on the PlayStation. Like playing everything, getting breeding black chocobos, doing all the crazy summons, like Knights of the Round, getting every ounce of content out of that game. Um, that's obviously not this game. This game is Final Fantasy VII story divided into three. This is the first part of it. Um, there's a lot new in here that never happened in the original game. They oh, yeah. fleshed out. They fleshed out so many characters and relationships, and I am just loving seeing like kind of the relationship between Cloud and Aerith or Tifa and all the other things that are happening with um, kind of the world around what what's happening in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It is so good. I've played a total of 16 hours on deck and probably about an hour on my PC here. I wanted to see how easy it was to uh, play a PC game and then start it on deck almost immediately. And from... Playing it on PC, shutting down the game, and then turning on my Steam Deck, the, the Steam Cloud uh, save transfer had already happened. So between shutting the game down, reaching my Steam Deck, and turning it on, and then seeing the the, the game, uh, the save start downloading when I hit play, so cool. It just, it's so cool when it works as well as it does. So yeah, that's that's probably what I've been playing the most of over the last week. I 
I am just absolutely in awe of how well this game runs on deck because I'm playing it and it even runs well on the PC. Like on my new PC, I have a 3060 RTX and I'm playing at 4K with high, everything turned up to high. And I, I had like my little GPU monitor and it's like, it's around like 25% with my CPU at maybe 30%. So it's not, it's not a crazy taxing game, which maybe is why it's running so well on deck, but it's so beautiful and it's such a fun way to re-experience the story of Final Fantasy seven. So yeah, just absolutely addicted to that game and uh, I'll be playing it till I beat it. And it'll probably be my, uh, the game that I'm married to for the next little while, um, <laughs> even though I'm going on a bunch of dates with, with other games as well. Well, I'll tell you about a game that I've been, I'm not married to it, but I've been playing it. Uh, I just picked this up thanks to the steam summer sale, which we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, but it's a, a game that I actually already had on the Nintendo switch, but I wanted to be able to play it on my steam deck because the steam deck is so much more comfortable to play. And that is Sonic mania, which I am a huge fan of 2d Sonic games. I don't like 3d Sonic games. But 2D Sonic games are really, really good. And then when this one came out, and it was basically, this is a game that is made by fans of the original Sonic games. And then uh, Sega was just like, you know what, Christian Whitehead, we know how big of a fan of Sonic you are. We're going to hire you and your team (laughs) to make the next Sonic game, which is amazing that they did that. This game is so fantastic. It's $5 right now, thanks to the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, you can play multiplayer. I don't play multiplayer uh, Sonic games. No, thank you. I prefer just single player. I don't like having the screen split. Uh, I don't like split screen gaming, really. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm selfish and want to keep the screen all to myself. But this game's awesome. The music is awesome. And playing playing Sonic Mania, again, is fantastic. And it's got a bunch of different modes. Like, it's got Mania mode where you just go through the quote-unquote story. And then they have, like time trial mode and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I only have about an hour of it so far on deck because I, you know, the steam summer sale just started. And so I just picked it up and played a little bit of it, but this game's awesome. And if you have not picked it up, it's definitely worth the $5 uh, fee uh, because it's 75% off right now. I love, I love summer sales. That's so fantastic. But Sonic mania is the one that I've been playing. What's the next one on, on your list there, Lloyd? Well, let's let's keep it Final Fantasy. Um, I was so into Final Fantasy VII Remake that I was like, hey, let's see how emulators run Final Fantasy IV. Um, I so own is this purchase. the Pixel Remaster or is it this is on emulator? Uh, both. both oh, actually. okay. So, okay. Um, so I own the cartridges. I own Final Fantasy II and three on the Super Nintendo, which is Final Fantasy IV and six. And I was like, you know what? Let's see how well they run in emulator. So uh, for the first time, I used... Um, what is it? Steam ROM manager. So uh, got the games onto my Steam or onto my Steam Deck and then ran the ROM manager <clears throat> only for the Super Nintendo folder, which had the two games, which I put there, Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 3. And then what it did is it created Steam icons uh, f- with all the artwork and everything, as people have been doing for a while with Steam mm-hmm. ROM manager. And I jumped right into it and I played uh, probably about half hour of of Final Fantasy four on deck. And I'm like, man, I love this game so much. And then the steam sale hits the steam summer sale hit. And I've had Final Fantasy four, five and six on my wish list for a while, the pixel remasters. Um, so I was like, you know what? They're on sale. 20% off 20% is better than zero. So I picked up the pixel remasters for four, five and six. And then I started the pixel remaster for four and just to kind of contrast and compare the two ones, wh- whether I'm playing the Super Nintendo original um, using an emulator or when if I'm playing the Pixel Remaster, the amount of work that they've done in the Pixel Remaster to make it a better experience um, makes it so I don't even want to play the originals anymore. Um, wow. The the uh, you can you can move at a diagonal. You can uh, you can speed up your battles like you can in the Super Nintendo version. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of different options that you have now, which will auto auto cast the same magic that was casting before. Like all these things that uh, you could, you could kind of get like when I play a lot of JRPGs, I'll watch TV and I'll just like random battle and hold down X and just keep attacking uh, to get experience and just, uh, just farming all these enemies. Well, they've made it easier with the pixel remasters with all these controls that you have. Um, 
so I played uh, through the first um, probably about an hour of the Pixel Remaster as well. And it, it's so good. Uh, it, it's essentially the Super Nintendo graphics um, um, polished up a little bit. So it's not like it's some mind-blowing thing. It's not like the 3D remakes that they did on like the DS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, they run so well. So I know uh, as soon as I'm done 7 Remake, I will probably be playing the Pixel Remasters of 4 and then probably 5 and 6 as well. Um, but I've uh, spent some time in 4 Pixel Remaster, and it is very, very good. So, uh, did you pick up the bundle for the for the Pixel Remaster? Is this like seventy dollars or whatever, or just the no, one? Just the one, because I I don't have as much love for Final Fantasy one, two, and three. Um, they're good games, but they're not my favorites. So I don't really want to replay them. I've I've played them enough either through emulators or the original cartridges. Um, but four, five, and six is kind of my jam, and then getting into seven, of course, which is really good. So I'll be playing four, five, and six, and we'll we'll see. Maybe next summer sale. Uh, maybe I'll pick up one, two, and three because I'll still have a bunch of uh, Final Fantasy nostalgia uh, coursing through my veins. It, it's always like, nice, like, like Mako. What's that? Like Mako. Oh, yeah. like the Mako, which I always called Mako forever. So did and, I. And having Final Fantasy remake and everybody saying, "Oh, it's a Mako reactor." I'm like I thought Mako's it was like the, the shark. Life, blood of the planet. <laughs> that's there, <laughs> there. You go, Barrett. Yeah, that's fantastic. I always thought it was Mako. So uh, having my my world shattered by a remake uh, is always a good thing. That's funny. It's uh, I remember once uh, my wife and I were watching you do a live stream, and he were he was playing Peggle. Everybody, and he <laughs> said, "How do you say it?" Peggle. Okay, he said. Uh, I th- I felt like he said Paggle before or whatever, but. Uh, it was funny. I was like, well, honey, he's Canadian because, you know, she doesn't talk to you all the time like I do. So, like, sure. she forgets that you're Canadian and have a slight accent compared to us. But we both say Mako the same way, the wrong way, apparently. But yep. you know what? I say that's an Earth that's an Earth uh, accent, and they're on some other planet, so they have their sure. own accent. That's it. So we're right. They're wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, 100%. I like it. <laughs> like it um yeah final fantasy on on deck is fantastic i'll end with that so. all right fine uh let's move on to a very very different kind of game this is a game that i've had in my library for a long time and i installed it um on deck one of the very first games that i installed on deck but what was the problem that i was having with it is that it would load up at 4k resolution and so oh. yeah, I would only see like the bottom corner of the screen and I would nothing yeah. I did nothing I could do would fix it. Uh but now I've got a fix for it and uh this game is awesome. If you like fast-paced old school style shooters, uh this is that, but it's also a roguelike uh where that's random generated dungeons. You go in there with your magic wand, which is essentially your gun, and you can pick up like other spells which are other guns. And your magic wand has unlimited ammo, but is pretty weak. And then you pick up these other spells and you use them until they run out of uh, mana, which is your ammo, uh, right. or mana if you're in from uh, <laughs> what was the what's the city in Final Fantasy VII? Um, oh God, I'm blanking on it. Um, oh, what is it called? Everybody's shouting at their phones right now. It's hilarious. That's okay. You know what? We're not going to figure it out. We're going to move on. Uh, anyway, uh, so you run out of mana and then you go back and switch to your regular wand as your spell. But this game is called Ziggurat. And first off, I want to say that if you want to play this game, you need to install uh, Proton GE, which is Proton Glorious Egg Roll. I'm using Proton GE 20. And by the way, that's super easy to do to install that. I, if you've watched my this show for any length of time, you've heard me say I, if something is a is a big ask. As far as like figuring things out, I'm out and I just won't play that game. So if I installed uh, Proton GE, then you can too. Uh, it, it's really <laughs> easy. Um, you got to use Proton GE. At least 20 worked for me. I don't know which ones, like, I don't know if the other ones will work or not. And then this is a new setting, I think. I don't know if I saw this before, but on the Steam Deck, if you go into properties, you can tell it what resolution to run the yes. game at. I don't think I've seen that before. Like I, I, I used to have to put in like code where you would like, mm. there was like a, a text string that you would have to type in in order to get it to work. Uh, but you can now just pick the resolution that you want the game to run at from outside the game. And I assume what they do is that they then put in the string of text that we used to type in for us, which is 
awesome. Anyway, yep. once I got it running, this game is just so fantastic on deck. It is blisteringly fast. The way that you move, if you've played those old old school shooters like uh, Doom, sorry, wrong screen, uh, old, old school shooters like Doom or Quake or uh, Unreal, the really, really fast paced ones, that's how you move in this. But it's a roguelike. So every time you load up, you can you play through, you uh, are running through, unlocking new doors, exploring the map, finding the thing, taking it back to the gate so that you can go to the next level. And you just go as deep as you can. Uh, they also have like a daily challenge where they have everybody plays the same seed essentially on the same day to see who can have the highest score or get the furthest. I tend not to play that because I suck. Um, but <laughs> this game is really cool. And once you get G, uh, Proton GE running and you got it at the right resolution, it just runs like an absolute dream. So uh, Ziggurat, which is Z-I-G-G-U-R-A-T, if you're s- struggling with the spelling there, it's awesome. And I love that that uh, I'm able to play this on deck. It just runs fantastically well. Nice. That's, that's awesome. I, I was going to mention the resolution thing because I found that um, the other day when I was um, trying to well, well, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute when I, uh, I'm talking about a game that I've been having some issues with. And I was looking through the the properties and I'm like, resolution, was that always an option? So I guess that's something that they added um, with a recent patch to the Steam Deck. And if yeah, and you wouldn't notice that that option if you don't go into the properties of the game. So like mm-hmm. when you're on your your menu, uh, instead of like starting the game and going into options, two buttons to the wrong direction, two two buttons to the uh, right on the Steam Deck is like a little gear icon, and you tap on that, and you can say, "Show me the the properties of this game." And then there's a bunch of different options in there, and one of those is you get to choose the resolution. Anyway, Ziggurat is 80% off right now. It is $3. If you like roguelikes and you like old school fast paced shooters, it's definitely a game for you. Uh, what's next Lloyd? What, what's the next game you've been playing? Uh, I love me some dual stick shooters and I've had this game on my wish list for a while um, since getting the steam deck. Actually, it's a game called Saturn deluxe and it is essentially um, berserk crossed oh. with Robotron crossed with psychedelic visuals um, it is a fun and fast dual stick shooter. You'll um, you'll quickly die, um, and that's okay because it's uh, it's a high score chaser. Uh, so much fun playing this game. Uh, I, I'm having some bugs with it, and I haven't spent any time trying to fix it. But after every level, there's a good chance that the game will crash. Um, whether oh. it's the first level you beat, second level, third level, or whatever. Um, I'm I've been wanting to mess around with the different um, versions of like um i like the, the various things that you can do change to like uh like G, uh, glorious eggplant uh maybe or just some one of the other proton versions to see if that fixes it um the game is so good i i really hope that um they get this one working that it doesn't crash because it is it is as addictive a dual stick shooter as i've played so um definitely worth it and it's on sale right now with the steam summer sale for like four dollars um and it's definitely worth that price yeah, and it's actually in a in a bundle with another mm. game called Tech Beat Heart and um, Palm Ride. And I listen. I don't know about you guys, but I love love. I adore. If this, uh, these must all be by the same developer, and they must know like the aesthetic that I like yep. the nineteen eighties uh, futuristic neon stuff. Yep. Oh my god, these colors are just beautiful. I love Palm. the way this looks. And Palm Ride, I think I may looks absolutely so have to buy this. I don't know that I have a choice. Yep. For $5.30 you get all three of them. Yeah, I I'm going to be I'm going to do that, I think, because uh I really want Palm Ride. Palm Ride looks ridiculous. Um I didn't notice that one before, but that is right up my alley. I love that kind of I don't know, synthwave um vaporwave kind of kind of styling and Palm Ride is essentially that in 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 a nutshell. So uh, hopefully it works really well on on deck. Uh, but I will I'll, I'll know right after the show because uh, I just hit buy. <laughs> awesome! I won't hit buy yet. I'll wait and then you can <laughs> uh, you can let me know. All right. Speaking of games that are eighties uh, and nostalgia driven, uh, I ended up picking up for seventy five percent off right now. 
uh, $2.49, a game that I played so th- – this is how long ago I played it. Um, <laughs> when you get your high score, it asks, do you want to post this to Facebook? Like Facebook <laughs> wow. integration into the game, which is ridiculous. And that, that game is Pac-Man Championship uh, Edition DX+. Plus. Uh, I think I played this back on the um, Xbox 360 – uh, it could be. Uh, anyway, this game is really, really cool. I'm a huge fan of Pac-Man. If you're watching the show right now, you can see that I got Pac-Man stuff like all over the place. Right, right off to the side here, uh, I've got like a an actual miniature Pac-Man arcade cabinet. But I, I'm a huge Pac-Man fan. Like Pac-Man is my jam, and it's probably my favorite. Well, Ms. Pac-Man is probably my favorite arcade game. But uh, Pac-Man is just. Uh, it takes me back to my childhood, and I absolutely love that game. Pac-Man Championship Edition does not play like the original Pac-Man. Uh, you don't see all of the dots on screen at the same time. What you see instead are just a certain set uh, set of dots that you have to eat, and then a fruit. And when you eat the fruit, it spawns the dots on the other half of the board. So then you go over to the other half of the board, and there'll be ghosts like all over the board, like tons of them. And they will just be sitting there stationary uh, until you pass them. As soon as you pass them, they activate and then they start chasing you. And so you you clear the left side of the board and then you clear the right side of the board and then you clear the left side of the board again. And you keep going back and forth until a power pellet shows up. You eat that power pellet and then you can turn around and you can eat this chain of ghosts that are chasing you um, like, I don't know, 60 ghosts or something are chasing you and you eat them all. And then you pick up right where you left off. And the thing that I love most about this is that the game is designed to be played in small chunks. Like when you when you play the game, you can do like time attack. And so you say, all right, I'm going to spend five minutes playing. And so you you are timed. You have five minutes to get the highest possible score you can. If you have 10 minutes to play, then you can say, I'm going to play the 10 minute version of the game and see how I can do there. It's awesome. It plays really, really well on the deck. I will say uh, I I tend not to play too many games that are really reliant on the D-pad. This one is very reliant on the D-pad, and I do have to say that the Steam Deck's D-pad leaves a little bit to be desired. Uh, it's still it's fine for 99% of the games that you're going to play, but when I was playing this, I was a little disappointed in it felt a little mushy, not as clicky as I'd like, and I never really noticed it before playing this game, uh, especially sure. because as you're playing this, it keeps getting faster and faster and faster, and I miss turns that I otherwise wouldn't have missed if the D-pad had been a little clickier, I think. Maybe I'm just blaming, you know, I'm somebody who sucks, and I'm blaming my the tools. Um, let me know what you guys think. Uh, but I, I absolutely love this game. It's fantastic. And it's one of those games that will always forever be installed on the steam deck because it's great for just five minutes of quick gameplay. Have you played this one, Lloyd? I have when it first originally came out, I was absolutely addicted to it. Like getting the sparks going around corners to get a little bit of a boost in speed to get in front of the one ghost that you need to, so that you can get a power pellet and kill like 80 of them in one, in one go, like just the, the, um, the 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 moment to moments um action in the game was so good uh i also picked that one up because it was on steam in the steam summer sale i picked it up for whatever the price was i haven't booted it yet though uh it's installed but i haven't started it but yeah i'm like you this is a game that i constantly would go back to on like my playstation or whatever um to to play it from um i don't know just randomly i'd I'd get i'd get the hankering to play some pac-man and i'd go boot up championship edition so having on my on my deck is very much a no-brainer I'll tell you what I would really, really, really like to see is Pac-Man 99 no longer be a Nintendo Mm. exclusive and having that be playable on Xbox, on PlayStation, on Steam Deck, everywhere. Because that game is awesome. I really, really love Pac-Man 99. Um, This kind of gives me that vibe, but it's single player instead of multiplayer. All right. Uh, We talked a little bit about old school shooters. And when I was putting the show notes together, you had this game and I, I clicked on it and I said, ooh, as soon as I saw it, my my brain said, "Ha, ah, I like that." What's tell us about right. Project Warlock? So, Project Warlock is a game that's on Steam Summer Sale right now. I actually, um, it's an early access. I received a review 
code for this game uh, in my email. So I was like, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, I want to check this game out. Um, it is essentially uh, Doom. Um, if Doom and um, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Duke Nukem, I guess, ha- had a baby. Maybe uh, it is. It looks the the texture work reminds me a little bit of a game on Mac called Marathon back in the day. Uh, it's because it's not Doom with like grays and and dark colors. There's a lot of brighter colors in it, and it's essentially a, a dual. Uh, or sorry, a first person shooter, a really fast retro styled first person shooter, but done in a modern engine so that when you kill enemies, the like all the gibs kind of fly everywhere, like the big chunks of meat and stuff hit the ground. Um, so it's very much like um like what like Quake what Quake brought to first person shooters but done in kind of like a, a doom um, um, setting uh, the game itself. So good. I played it for a couple hours on my PC um, and the only complaint that I have with it, and this is a me complaint, not a video game complaint is ever since having a ba- really bad concussion. I am so sensitive to motion sickness where I've had uh, in the past, I had zero motion sickness issues and um, the game is so fast and there's like really big kind of view bobbing when you're playing. Oh yeah. That, that's off my motion sickness right away. So I, I need to see if there's a way to turn all that stuff off. Um, the game itself, love it. Uh, definitely worth checking out on the Steam sale for $3 or whatever the price is. This is something uh, with this game happened that no other game is done on my Steam Deck. I went to install it and it installed instantaneously. And I'm like, wow, this is a really small game. So I go to boot it and the little screen comes up saying uh, using using this layout and then it goes right back to my steam deck menu oh. and i'm like that's weird so i started again goes right back to the steam deck menu and i'm like well this is really weird so i uninstalled it and reinstalled it and it installed instantaneously again and i'm like really what is happening so i went into the the little um the little gear that we talked about just a second ago to look through all the settings and funny enough that's when i found out that you can set the resolution was when i was trying to get this game working um, it actually, when you install it on deck, it installs zero bytes. So it's it doesn't verified install at all. too. Yeah. So I don't understand what is happening. Is this a me problem? Is this a, a game problem, a temporary bug? I wanted to throw it out there in case anybody else has played this one. Does this actually install on your Steam Deck at all? It does not install on mine. It installs zero bytes and is unplayable on deck unless I play it through like Moonlight or something like that. So wow. really weird. That, really, well, really weird. It's more weird that that game is verified. I might yep. I might spend the two dollars and seventy six cents because this game looks really cool. I might it's spend good. the the two dollars and seventy six cents just to try it out, do an experiment, and find out. But that's really disappointing because this is this like this is this is reminding me a lot of uh, Ziggurat. But I like the art style of this so much more than Ziggurat. Like the enemies that you're fighting against in this, um, they look like two D sprites. Yeah. And that is yeah. so appealing to me as somebody like even when you're going around them, they're always facing you as 2D yeah. sprites. I love that. They, they act like billboards like from old school Doom where all the sprites were uh, <laughs> billboards. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all the sprites were like this and they would rotate around. But they're actually 3D objects because when you blow them up, all, all the all the gibs fly everywhere yeah. or gibs fly everywhere. And there's chunks of meat everywhere and like blood trails. And it's like super gross, but in kind of a cartoony way because of the art style. I love this game to death. It just doesn't install for me on deck. I don't know. It's zero bytes. I, I can't get it to install. I'm not sure what the issue is here, um, but I thought I would throw it out just in case anybody else has those issues. Um, Project Warlock is a fantastic game. And it is a game that I very much want to play on deck, but uh, hopefully that will happen in the near future. All right. So usually at this point, we would move on and talk about like whatever patch notes that uh, Valve had pushed out. But I have to say, seems like they're slowing down. Uh, we yeah. haven't had a patch in two weeks. Like I brought it up and the last time that we had a patch and listen, like on the switch, we will go like nine <laughs> months without a patch. So. Right. Th- that's not that big of a deal, but it's just strange because from launch until we'll say June 9th, it was like mm-hmm. update city. And um, we haven't had an update since June 9th that I'm finding, although it is possible because they separated out the operating system from Steam that mm-hmm. they can patch without us rebooting our system and maybe they're 
maybe they're hiding some of the updates. I don't know. I'm, this is just I, I hadn't thought about that until just now, so maybe I'm wrong about that. But um, do you think that that Valve is starting to feel like okay, we're pretty stable now and we can slow down, or do you huh? think that they're just do you think there's some other reason? I don't know. I, I think maybe um, there. It, it always seems like like from launch of the Steam Deck, Valve has kind of a cadence to their updates where um, we were getting um, verified games on like if you use the tools to to view your Steam Deck library and what gets verified. There was times where every single day I'd have a new game in my Steam library that would appear as like playable or or whatever. And then I would go for two weeks without any new games in my library. And I have a, like a 600 game library not not the hugest library out there, of course, but I have a large sampling from AAA and non AAA games. So usually very regularly, there's a cadence to these games getting updated or, or approved for, for Steam Deck. Um, and then I'd go for weeks without it. Um, maybe this is just part of the the cadence, the development cadence. Maybe they're working on squaring things away for Q3, which is kicking off right away for all the people that are Q3 um, Steam Deck people. Your your decks are on their way in the next few months. Um, so maybe it's something to do with that. They're just um, they're working on other things instead of uh, working on OS upgrades. And that that's absolutely fair for, for for them. And and don't think of this as a complaint. It was just I noticed it this morning when I was like mm. getting show notes together, and I was like, uh, I wonder what the latest patch is because I haven't seen anything. And normally I see it midweek, and I have to make a decision: do I make a video to talk about it, or do I wait until um, when Lloyd and I sit down to talk? And I hadn't seen right. anything for a while, so it was just something that I noticed. Uh, anyway. Moving on, uh, Lawrence Yang tweeted this. Well, actually, before we get to Lawrence, um, I saw this PC Gamer posted this um, posted this thing where they said it's pretty easy to increase the size of the NVMe SSD in the Steam Deck, apparently. And then they had like this article about somebody had modified their Steam Deck by putting a larger um, what's the word a, a larger uh, NV- NVMe in there and they were yeah. like oh look it even fits under the back plate or whatever and, and it, everything's fine but then Lawrence Yang tweeted out he's like you know what? you guys probably should avoid and I just closed the window dang it um, you guys should probably avoid doing that and here's exactly what he had to say it was the window real he said hey please don't do this the charger <laughs> I see I see it's the, the 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 chip that manages the charger. Oh, okay. The charger I see gets very hot, and nearby thermal pads should not be moved. In addition, most 2242 M.2 drives draw more power and get hotter than what the deck is designed for. This mod may appear to work, but will significantly shorten the life of your deck. And, like... Look, I was never going to do this anyway. This is not a thing that, that I would ever... I'm not going to be that guy that that opens this up unless I have to. Um, you know, if you're looking for somebody that does that, the Fox just did this really cool <laughs> mod where he got uh, new thumbsticks that have like zero ma- zero drift. Yeah, zero yeah. drift because they got like magnets in them or something. Uh, so make sure you check that out. He's a good friend of the show. Uh, but uh, I'm never going to be pulling my Steam Deck apart and putting other stuff in there unless I have no other choice. But these these people did that, and they said, hey, look, it works. But what they're not realizing is that Valve has done a billion iterations of this to to get to what we end up with as the Steam Deck. They did a lot of testing to say, this is a good thing. This one doesn't work for this reason. And they haven't listed all of the things that don't work for the reasons that they that that they don't work so people putting in 2242 m.2 drives you know yes your your steam deck will activate but it draws more power and gets hotter and that's going to screw with all of the other things that are in the steam deck and it could shorten the life of your steam deck uh lloyd do you think that this is the kind of thing that like this is the reason why all the other companies are like, don't open our stuff or your warranty's <laughs> nuked. You know, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about this? A hundred percent. The reason why um, other companies aren't so open with their hardware, because people do crazy things like this. Al- although this, 
at, like when you look at it from kind of like a top view, it's not very crazy. The 2230 uh, and the 2242, there's like uh, a 12 millimeters more. And it's like, well, there's the space there. This obviously doesn't have any problem. Not realizing there's different RF concerns. There's different heat concerns and, and all that stuff. Um, I so badly want to replace my internal 64 with like a 256 or a 512 uh, 2230. Um, but I'm someone that that disassembles uh, computer equipment and does on circuit board repairs for laptops or I have in my past. I don't really do it that often anymore. I haven't soldered in uh, probably 10 years because I haven't had to. Uh, thank goodness. Um, I, I'm not someone that is going to even mess around with this. I'm going to wait until there is a uh, a guide by this 2230. Uh, undo yes. these four screws put it in and you're done. Like I don't want to play the game ordering something random from AliExpress and then have it not be supported. So uh, <laughs> wait, are, are you saying that you're not going to buy uh, an NVMe and then saw it in half? Like I keep seeing on the steam deck no, subreddit, probably not going to do that. <laughs> there, there's a, it's pretty safe to say that I'm not going to do that. And uh, <laughs> we're not judging. I, I just want, I'm just saying I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to show you the, 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 the the game the game runs so uh yes. that's all i'm doing i'm not playing a game while we're podcasting but I, I installed it and i wanted to see if palm ride would boot and it boots and it looks beautiful and oh, hold that up let's it. see that that emotion oh. real quick for the for the video people that's the wrong button for the video people I, at home i can't hit the right button i closed it because <laughs> i didn't think you'd be asking to see it again so <laughs> i will i'll show you in a minute oh there it is game game runs uh this oh. video game may be may potentially Ooh issues with your with your steam deck oh uh, uh real quick this is something that i ran into and i promise we'll get back to it and i'm not on the screen i ran into a problem with ziggurat and it's not that the game doesn't work but i was like oh you know what i'm going to change the controls on steam input just a little bit and so i changed the controls on steam input i'm going to put lloyd up there while i talk um i changed the controls on steam input and then it doesn't commute like once i bring up the steam menu it won't communicate with the game anymore. And I don't know oh, what the yeah. problem is there where I, I hit the Steam menu. I go into Steam input. I'm like, oh, make this button also the jump button, like one of the back paddles so I don't have to take my thumb off the stick. And then I go back into the game and it won't work. So then I have to shut the game down, turn it back on. And then everything that I changed works. But I've never run into that before. Have you run into that with any of the games that you've been playing, Lloyd? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I've had issues where I bring up the Steam menu and you can't do anything. Like none of the keyboard controls work, uh, or sorry, none of the, the button controls work. So what I have to do is close the Steam uh, menu, so hit the Steam button again to mm -hmm. have it slide out, and then I hit it again, and then all of a sudden I can start doing things on it. I've run into that exact issue too, and I always think to talk about it on the show, but then I forget about it because like, it's only a problem for like 30 seconds. Well, 30 exactly. seconds is actually too long. It's only a problem for like 10 seconds and then it's gone. So I end up forgetting that I ran into that issue. Um, but I have run into that issue before. There's Definitely. all these little tiny bugs that it's going to take some time to get working worked out because Valve is doing their stuff very mm -hmm. open beta-ish, yeah. if that's Developing the right term. In real time. Yeah. <laughs> real time development with millions of customers using your stuff. <laughs> it's got to be pretty stressful for them, I'm sure. All right. Uh, anyway, back to modding your deck i'm not going to do it lloyd's not going to do it um at least until valve says this is the part that you want to buy uh and mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense because there's there's so many variables that we're not aware of and valve has tested all of these variables and when they tested all of these variables they said this is the optimal solution and that's the one that they shipped um right. so while i totally get it that people want to mod their Steam Deck, and you certainly can, and there's no judgment coming from me if you do. There's a reason why I'm not, and it's because of all of that. Anyway, uh, you want to move on to the next story, which is um, this is the wrong link. Um, wrong link. We can talk about the story. Yeah, for sure. You you, yeah. you tell people about the story while I go find the link. Yeah, this is really interesting. Um, on our Discord, uh, some people in the Steam Deck uh, PC channel were, were chatting, as we always do pretty much every day, about Steam Deck stuff. And someone posted, I can't find the original post, Bill will bring it up, um, or he'll, he'll talk about it anyway, that if you, for some reason, you get your email saying, you can now finalize your purchase of your Steam Deck, 
let's say you're out of the country and didn't have access to your email and you miss that three-day window, apparently there's a couple extra secret days uh, if you email Valve support where they can say, okay, you're two days out, but we'll let you have it. Um, And then you can go pay for your Steam Deck after hours. So if for some reason you miss it, because you were doing other things, uh, don't fret. Don't uh, worry that you're going to have to be at the end of the line again. Uh, talk to Valve Support. Um, apparently, they do a really good job, um, and they will uh, they'll take care of you as long as you're only a couple days out. Yeah, and this is official. Like this is coming from the at on deck uh, Twitter handle, which is the official Steam Deck Twitter handle. It is not the Twitter handle of this show because <laughs> they were a little faster than I was, I guess. But. Um, uh, at on deck tweeted this out so they have a link and I'll, I'll throw a link in the show notes so that you guys can can hit that because i know that there's a lot of people that listen to this show or watch this show that don't yet have their hands on the steam deck because they are in line they're q q3 or later or whatever and you know i don't know about you lloyd but when because i have mine that valve sent me but we also have a second one um that my that i ordered the one that i ordered i finally got by the way gave it to my son for his birthday um and by the way uh, i'm gonna try and put on the screen right now while i'm talking um b-roll of the two screens next to each other with the same game running at the same time while i'm waving like a bright light over top of them so that we can all see the difference uh and maybe i'll make a video a separate video about that uh later but um I have to say, wait, what the heck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. When when I got that email, I was like, Wah, I better hit the buttons fast in order to order things. <laughs> and I'm sure that you were the same way, ordering your yep. your your deck as fast as you possibly could. I did, yeah. And uh, you, you beat me. I was going to say, oh, you did get your second one. Can you do a video? Because the most frequent question I get is, should I spend the money for the 512 is the screen that much better and it's like well i have a 64 so i can't help you talk to bill um but putting a video up would be absolutely perfect yeah so uh maybe i'll clip this part of the show out and put it as a separate video but here's my my thoughts on it when looking at the two screens side by side the uh the non etched glass one the the non 512 one feels like the colors are richer and brighter and the screen looks better the glare is demonstrably worse um that being said on mine the colors look a little bit more washed out and the glare is like non-existent in my opinion that's not true that's a ridiculous thing to say the glare is so much better that it feels like it's not there by comparison that being said and i'm sure that you guys have heard me say something like this in the past but if you put the two side by side you can see the difference if you don't put the two side by side it doesn't matter um because you just get used to whatever it is that you're looking at and i'm not the best person to ask about the glare i will say that because i i don't play outside in the sun uh, and I don't play in super brightly lit rooms. Um, I usually am playing in here or in the living room, and I tend not to have giant bright lights behind me when I'm playing, so that's kind of not that big a deal. Um, if you were to ask me which one would I get, I would not make my decision based on the etched screen. I would make my decision based on the storage. and. Yeah. Uh, that's really where I would put my decision-making because when you are making that decision, keep in mind that you're not going to see them side by side and it's going to be fine. Does it like, does this game run better on the, on, on console X than it does on console Y? Sure. But it's only a little bit better. And who really cares at the end of the day? Pixel peepers care at the end of the day, but I'm not one of those people. And unless you're playing them side by side, you're really not going to notice. Yeah. I, I remember early on um, in kind of like the IMAX lifespan. Well, not early on kind of midway through the IMAX lifespan, they um, started coming up with different screen treatments. So you could get glossy or anti glare. Mm-hmm. And uh, at work, we ordered one of each 
um, to see what would be better in a particular situation that we had because we had an area that had high lights um, oh yeah that makes a lot of sense in there like when you're in a when you're in an office it like you definitely have way more light than you're when you're at, at your house exactly so anti-glare was definitely the solution for that but when you tried to use an anti-glare iMac in an area that didn't have a lot of bright light the screen itself looked darker and everybody had to like crank up the the brightness to like max to have the same sort of picture as um, a, a non-glare one right beside it. So um, yeah, it is really going to be a uh, personal preference. But if you play in an area that at, like, say if you're in a dorm room and you have one wall is all glass because it's all windows on one side and there's nowhere that you can go to get away from direct light, um, the anti-glare is definitely going to give you a better experience, um, even if you're not playing outside, but you just have a lot of natural light coming on. Um, I have the 64 gig. Um, I'm sad that I don't have the 256 because I keep running out of space on my internal drive, which drives me insane. Uh, but the screen has never been an issue to me. And and I do play in areas that will have a lot of natural light. And even then, uh, it's not that bad of, of, a, of a deal for me to, to play a game, even if I have sun coming in through a, a window right beside me. So since we're talking about this, one of the things that I... I have never once touched the brightness on my Steam Deck until I was doing that test with the two systems side by side because I wanted to match it. And so I cranked my brightness all the way up because he had his brightness all the way up. And so I wanted it to be perfectly matched. But then afterwards, I went into my settings. And let me just put myself on screen here for a second. I went into my settings. And on your settings, there's a thing called Enable Adaptive Brightness. And I can't make that toggle toggle like nothing that I do <laughs> will change yeah. it. It doesn't it doesn't do anything. I can't they, see it. They turned that off, I think, in the last update because it was giving oh. people issues in some games because the system was always um, adjusting things up and down and it was giving people lag or whatever. Oh, OK. Um, so they they turned it off recently. Temporarily. Um, I, temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were having um, a, a performance issue when it was enabled. Uh, real quick. Do you ever use the night mode? No, I, I don't. I don't like the blue shift. I, I hate it. Uh, it. I know the blue light's bad for you, but turning off night mode and having everything be like less blue and more orange, uh, like as someone that used to do uh, a lot of print graphics and, and you <laughs> wanted color, your, your colors to be specific, you'd, you'd dial in the color on a monitor. Having my screen all of a sudden turn orange just like tweak something in my brain that uh, I, I spent years um, working out like that one muscle, the the accurate color muscle in my brain um, gets sprained whenever I do that. So I can't <laughs> I can't uh, I can't have the night mode shift thing turn on. It's a, I, I imagine that Lloyd turns it on and then falls over. Oh, he holds like, it on, holds on to his knee like Peter Griffin. <sighs> That's 100 percent what happens. That's exactly it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, drive. I, I'm trying to get this to come up. Uh, dr- deck drive manager. Uh, okay. This is not something that I've used, but I found it on the subreddit and I thought that people would find this interesting. Uh, basically, the way that this works is it allows you to connect your Steam Deck to a drive that has Steam games on it and then pull those Steam, th- those Steam games off of that drive onto your Steam Deck without re-downloading everything. I will just turn on the Steam Deck, tell it to download games, and then go watch YouTube or watch a movie or something, or just like sit there and scroll Twitter on my my phone or something and just have the Steam Deck sitting on the table in front of me while I wait for something to download. It doesn't... Do I like downloading stuff? Absolutely not. Is it a big deal? Probably not. Did I get used to not downloading stuff when I was playing mostly games in the cloud? Yes, and that was really cool. But at the end of the day, I'm okay waiting. But for people who are not okay waiting, this seems like a really cool solution. Uh, Basically, Mm. here's what they have to say. It says, this app lets you easily move Steam games installed on your PC to a deck-compatible microSD card. This includes ensuring that the game is copied to the proper location and the proper ACF file is brought over so the deck knows that the game is installed. Typically, this would be prepping a micro SD card while you wait for your deck to be delivered, or you can literally plug and play once you get it. So if you're waiting for your deck to come, you can, you can get everything ready and then just plug it in when you go and you're all set. Is this something you would do Lloyd or are you like me and you'll just find download and stuff? 
Uh, I have really fast internet, so I would just I would download the game personally on my deck without worrying about this. But there's a lot of people that live in worlds where they have metered bandwidth. Oh, absolutely. Where they have really, really slow. They The only thing they can get is, say, satellite internet. And it's really, really slow because they live out in, like, farmland or the boonies somewhere. This would be a good solution for that. If you've already downloaded, say, Fallout 4 on your PC and you don't want to re-download that 20 gig file, yeah. well, then you use this uh, deck drive manager to move it from your PC to an SD card that you're then going to use in your Steam Deck. Really great solution. Um, the one question that pops up to me is, well, if you are moving a game that has a Linux native version, you're not going to get that on your deck. You're going to be running the Windows version of that game because it would have to re-download the Linux native version or whatever. Well, actually, so probably- sorry, there's a quote or there's a question on here that somebody says, they said, how does this work with games that have native... Can't speak... Native <laughs> Linux versions, assuming I'm copying from my Windows PC, it will copy the Windows version, and then it says, there is no downloading going on. It's more of a glorified, intelligent file copier. Imagine with Steam ID, you get an API call. I could reach out and see if a Linux version exists and at least right. alert you so that you don't waste the time copying over the Windows oh, version. So the the developer of this app didn't think of that somebody replied with that and they said well i could do this instead and that would save you a bunch of time which is great yeah time time and and bits if you're paying by the bit um on your on your home uh, internet service so yeah this this is a really cool utility um again not stuff that you see generally for other pieces of hardware (laughs) where you have these like homebrew um one person utilities that are made to make your life easier. Um, For, I, I love the, the Steam Deck world so much. Forget homebrew. Just when I upgraded my Nintendo Switch from the OG Nintendo Switch to the second version, right. not the OLED one, um, transferring my games. Like, so I went to GameStop. The the um, the the clerk at GameStop did a big no no. And they, because they were a, a sister of one of my students, they said, I trust you. They should not have done this. I took <laughs> my, I took my, my, my switch home with me and the new one that I had just bought and I right. copied stuff over. And then I brought, I could have just kept it, but I brought yeah. it in cause I'm not a horrible person. And this person would have gotten <laughs> fired if that happened. But, and then I brought it in. It was a multi-hour experience to copy my games over from the Nintendo switch so yeah. this kind of thing is unheard of in the console world. And everybody's the keyboard warriors are like, it's not a console. It's a, I don't care. Shut up. I'm going to call it what I want <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Th- that is, that is the perfect solution for that. Cause I did the same thing when I, um, when I moved my files from one switch to another, it, it, that, that process was not good. Um, this seems like it would be much easier. Um, thankfully I, I live in a world of really fast internet, so I don't really have to worry about that too much anymore, but I realize that I do have that privilege and a lot of people don't, uh, they, they're, they're dealing with uh, farmland satellite internet with 500 milliseconds of latency. Um, they definitely live in a different world than I do when it comes to this type of stuff. Absolutely. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to know what games you guys picked up on the summer, uh, the summer uh-huh. game sale. Uh, so I already said which uh, that I had picked up uh, Sonic Mania and Pac-Man Championship uh, Edition. I also picked up oh, I can't. It's like a Diablo clone, um, but I can't remember the name of it. And I returned it because when I started the game, it was like um, your resolution won't let you run uh, console the UI or something. And I said, oh, I'm not bothered. I'm not dealing with the Grim Dawn. I said I'm not going to bother dealing with this, so I just returned it. And Steam was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever," uh, because I don't I don't <laughs> do that often. Uh, anyway, those are the games that I had picked up. But there's a lot of games that are on sale. Uh, so number one game that's on sale that Lloyd Monster Hunter Rise is only thirty bucks. So I I think I want to buy that. I think I should pick that one up because we're <laughs> we're gonna do. Uh, I I bug Bill loves Monster Hunter. I've tried every Monster Hunter except for Rise, and I've not had fun with it. So I said, Bill. Teach me, teach me, oh, grandmaster of monster hunting. Um, so I think we're going to do a video series where where Bill tries to teach me the ropes of monster hunter. Uh, I have world because of the um, a, a, a listener uh, sent me a code to it, um, but I hear Rise is even better. Um, so I may just pick up Rise uh, since it's on sale for half price. World is really good. Rise is infinitely better. 
And I have like so Lloyd sent me a code for Monster Hunter World, and I tried. I was playing it, and it's great, but the you <laughs> feel so hamstrung when right. you play that game because the movement options just are not there. When you play Monster Hunter Rise, the movement it's like going from uh, Apex Legends, where you can like slide down the the thing and you grapple with the guy that has the grappling gun. It's like going from that to like I don't know some really slow shooter. I can't think of any, but <laughs> you you get my idea. Anyway, I Monster do. Hunter Rise is thirty dollars, and I'm curious if that coupon that you have from your little Capcom bundle will apply hmm. just just something to keep in mind anyway oh, i look into that for sure you also asked about fallout 4 last episode that ga- that game is eight dollars right now and it does run on the steam deck very well so i just wanted to let yep. you know that dragon quest 11 is 25 dollars on the steam summer sale right now and risk of rain 2 i've forgotten how much that is right now i'm trying to open that one up both both lloyd and i have played risk of rain too that's 50 percent off for 13 dollars. that game is awesome really really fun i haven't played it on steam deck but i played it i've played the game and it's really good and if i scroll down it is verified so there's that uh but any games that from the steam summer sale that jumped out to you as really interesting um, I picked up a bunch of games off of my wish list that I've had for a while. Uh, Castle Crashers was like $4 Canadian. Um, I love that game and it's a perfect game to play in remote play together. Uh, so your people that don't, your friends that don't own it can jump in and play multiplayer with you. Uh, I picked up a game called Round Guard, which is a, um, if you played Yoku's Island Express, oh, which okay. is kind of like a pinball Metroidvania. This is kind of like that, except it's a pinball RPG where you're moving stuff around and and bouncing bouncing the balls up to hit pegs and things like that. Um, I also picked up Nightmare of Decay, uh, which is a game that had been on my wish list for a couple months. It is essentially um, a fan made uh, reinvention of the first Resident Evil, so it has the really really bad graphics uh, in quotes bad graphics, but but it's stylized Nostalgia. to look. Nostalgic graphics, um, but the video that you're showing right now, the the zombie even turns around like like he did in the first Resident Evil. Uh, it has the bacon wrapped dogs as well, kind of like the first Resident Evil. All the dogs that were running at you look like they were wrapped in bacon, like they were at some sort of barbecue. Um, it 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 looks really fun. I have not booted it yet. Um, I wanted to play it before the show so I could talk about it, but uh, I've just spent so much time getting my PC working. Next episode, I haven't. Next episode for sure, because uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for the first Resident Evil. Um, I almost threw my controller for the first time ever when <laughs> the, the when things crashed through the window the first time and mm-hmm. I was playing in a dark room. Immediately went and turned on all the lights like a little baby because that game scared me so much. Um, I picked that one up and I want to play it. And then, of course, all the Final Fantasies I picked up. Uh, I just this morning picked up Divinity Original Sin 2 that is on sale for some really deep deep discounts as well so i did really well in the steam sale i i got a lot of games to play not that i didn't already have a lot of games to play but i have even more now <laughs> it's so i guess the problem oh boy i tell you being away from the pc gaming landscape for a really long time yeah. i had forgotten how often things are on sale on steam and how much <laughs> money that you spend to get the games on other platforms, you get them so much cheaper on Steam. And like, there's a trade off there because you, you know, you got to have your PC, you got to know how your PC works and all that stuff. But now that you have a more consoleized PC experience, um, boy, that's really compelling. And uh, I, I'm loving this device and I play it more than any other device that I have right Same. now. It's just so good. Same. Uh, it, it's it's come to the point where I could play a game on Xbox cloud streaming or in Stadia because I own the games on one of those platforms. I'll just buy the Steam version if it's on sale for under $10 because the hassle to boot a game on another service, it's just easier just to buy it and have it appear. And I know I, I, I have that ability to do it. Not everybody does. Mm-hmm. I understand that not everybody has a lot of money to to waste at this video game hobby. I'm lucky that I do. Um, so I'll, I won't even bat an eyelash. Uh, I picked up Fallout 4 on sale. I own it on every other platform it exists on, but it's now, oh, I could just play it on PC. And of and course, I could portable. try to figure out, exactly. I could try to figure out like games with Windows and and installing it through Game Pass and moving it over. There's probably ways to do it. 
eight dollars uh, and not having to think about it. It was just the easiest way to do it. So, yeah, I I picked up a lot of games recently just because I want to have them also on PC. All right, everybody. Well, that is it for this episode of On Deck. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you are uh, if you listen to this whole thing, then you probably enjoyed it. Please give us a rating on the podcast app of your choice. Or if you're watching this, make sure you click on that like button because it really does help us out. Lloyd, why don't you tell everybody goodbye? Awesome. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure to save your pennies. The Steam sales is still going on for another week. Go out and get those games, and we'll talk to you here next week on On Deck. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.